waiting to reach you concerning your car's warranty. You've received Lick something in the mail. my butthole. It's Monday morning, and you're tuned in to a clear-cut Hall of Fame podcast. These guys are highly caffeinated, they're entirely intolerable, and they're the patron saints of unpopular opinion. This is Just Buds. Ugh. I'm Jack. Jack. Are you kidding me? Jack. I'm Jeff. Every channel. And this is Just Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Welcome back, Buds. That's a fun way to start it. <laughs> I hope that audio isn't too terrible when they hear it. Hear it back. I might have to turn it down a little bit, but I think it'll be fine. I was holding it pretty close to the mic. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of phone calls, did you see T-Mobile has spam protection now? No. I don't know how they did it, but they they have this thing that you just flip it on in the settings, and it limits the number of spam phone calls like that that you get. Huh. Did you hear that uh, T-Mobile bought Sprint? I did hear that T-Mobile bought Sprint. That's pretty insane. Did you hear that they're claiming they now have, like, twice the coverage of any other mobile network? Did you? I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. We're not sponsored by T-Mobile, but... But we are sponsored by Sprint. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense, but at the same time, everyone that I know that has T-Mobile still says it sucks. Yeah, and everybody who had Sprint said it sucked, so... Sprint always sucked, though. Yeah. Oh, well. Any apologies? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry we missed last week. And the week before. And the week before. But hey, you gotta be responsible sometimes. Yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. The first week we missed, we had a business meeting, so... We, what was the business meeting? We played golf. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are our business meetings. Yeah. It was important. It was. And the second week we missed, I had to finish my, my schoolwork. But you are now complete. I'm completely done with all of my master's coursework. Congratulations. All I'm doing is waiting for a piece of paper now. Yeah, and I will insert some applaud there. Woohoo! Congrats. Thanks. <laughs> so um, now I can pay more attention to the podcasting. Nice. Which is what I've been waiting for for a long time. Yeah. Hopefully, that means we'll get money for this. Yeah, I like getting money. Because we've got nothing else but to focus on this. You know, I don't know what it... Well, maybe there's a couple things. No, I don't know no, what it, Nothing else. <laughs> As soon as you got here, I started being sniffly. Mm. Now half my nose is clogged and half of it is dripping, so I keep sniffing and I don't like it. Mm. That could get annoying for the listeners. That's all right. Fuck them. Um, I kind of wanted to kind of focus a little bit on, this isn't one of my topics, but it, it keeps coming up in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we still want to do apologies? It's kind of a staple in the show, but like we did it in the beginning to make fun of apology culture, and people aren't really apologizing for shit anymore. They're just being canceled and thrown away. We could start canceling stuff. How would we? I don't know. I okay. think we could work it out, though. <laughs> no, that wouldn't work. Because we say we're sorry for stuff and then still do it. Yeah. But I feel like that was part of the whole joke of the, the matter was like we'd say something outrageous we didn't believe in and apologize or apologize for something really stupid and just keep on doing it like (laughs) (laughs) well you have to bleep that one out now we can now let's keep apologizing as long as we have things to apologize for it's just because we've done it for so long okay that's kind of how i felt about it too but i just wanted to you know check back in oh yeah i mean we've added to it as well with the i'm so sorry yeah i haven't done that in a bit in a while Because we don't really sing anymore either. 
Did we ever sing? I'm so sorry. Um, kind of. Oh, nice. I, you know those suitcases that we picked up on the side of the road? Yeah. I just sold one. Nice. <laughs> not, not two of them? No, just one of them. Oh, well. <laughs> now I have one suitcase. Hey, so do I. But hey, you're moving, so it might be. Yeah, either. maybe. I don't, they're not that nice. Are they not? No. Oh. I mean, I, honestly, I think one of them has a rip in it. Well, mine's kind of nice. Uh, do At you want a second together. one that might have a rip in it? No. Mine is just hanging out in the, in the laundry room. I haven't even been questioned by my folks about it. Yeah, as soon as they were in my garage next to my car, my dad looked at me and goes, what are those? I go, they're suitcases. <laughs> Why are they here? I put them there. <laughs> he hates it when I answer stuff like that. It's a nice relationship you oh, two yeah. have. You want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. You want to start serious? You want to start, you know, lighthearted? Let's play it by ear. Start right. serious. Oh, okay. Have you ever thought about what, like, a friendship is? Just explain, please. So, you don't get to choose your family. You're kind of, you know, you're born into it, and they're, you're stuck with them till the day you die or till they die. You know? Family is family. You're stuck with them. Friendship is like, if you look at it in the wild, it's like a dog met another dog and went, we can survive together. Like, we're buddies now. Yeah, we can do this. In humanity, it's like, your traits, I think I can put up with those. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hang out. It's so different. And like, so, like, look, just basically looking at somebody's traits and you go, I don't like those. We're not friends. And that's it. The, like, there's no more argument there's no more pushing to it it's just i don't like your traits we are done what about there's pushing when one person likes the other person but the other person doesn't like the first person well and then the first the person who doesn't like the other person usually goes i'm really not into your traits and then like has anyone ever told you i don't like your traits no but it doesn't come off like that you know what i mean it, it's just like there's this one thing about you that i can't stand I'm Don't not talk to I'm me not anymore. hanging out with you. <laughs> you and I, we're not surviving together. We can exist together, but not in the same spot. Yeah. I was just kind of like thinking like friendship is just a weird thing. Like you are choosing another human being to just coexist with and just be like, we're fine. You can be I, I around. I think it's weird that different species become friends. Like a dog and a cat? Like a dog and a cat or like a, a dog and a human. I feel like a dog and a cat is more of, we're stuck in this house together. I guess we can just coexist. Like, we're, we're being forced to live together. But then even in nature, like birds and alligators. Yeah, I guess there are, like, some birds that, like, alligators leave their mouth open and the birds yeah. pick out. That is true. Yeah. And then, uh, I forget, there's, some, some, um, there's an animal that hangs around elephants because elephants are big. And it, it's, like, protection for the animal. I don't remember what it is, though. But I know there's, there's like, bonds between different species mm -hmm. in the wild. And that's it's crazy. It's yeah, weird. There's some shrimp that eat, do basically the same thing as um, the f birds to the alligator. They eat some stuff off of sharks in one hour. They just hang out. They just hang out. They're just there. I guess I didn't think about the, those things. I just, like, feel like humans are one of the, the only things that go, let's just exist, I guess. And the other one's just, like, no, that's okay. Or, yeah, I, yeah, I sure, suppose. Cool. No, intellectual friendships are, are definitely strange. Yeah. I understand them, but it's just weird to think about. I thought that was going to be a little bit more serious than it was. 
And then I started talking like, that's not that serious of a topic. No, it's not that serious. You want to go more serious? I've got you can go more serious. Or, I have something much less serious. I actually have, uh, this this is kind of kind of related. Mine's a little related less serious is related to. Go ahead though. So people get married, right? They sure do. That's a thing. Yep. That's a part of human relationships. It, it is. And I was talking to a guy I work with at Chipotle. Okay. I thought you were going to refer to me and the, the bless you thing. No, not you. Or the bless you thing. But I was talking to him. His name is Henry. He is from Nigeria. Like, he is first generation immigrant. Off the plane? Off the, yeah, off the, not the boat anymore. <laughs> it might have been a boat. I don't know. So he's from Nigeria. He, his first language is Swahili. And so he's been teaching me a little Swahili. All I remember is hello. Okay. Which is fine. Hit it with us. Habadi. Habadi. Nice. Okay. And uh, he found out that I was getting married. And his first question was how much I had to pay for her. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I mean, I buy her dinner once in a while. I don't, I didn't pay her <laughs> and he goes you did not pay her parents i said no <laughs> no I, we don't do that here and he goes oh and he started explaining that in nigeria husbands pay the the families of the their wife hmm. and so he when he married his wife his wife's family wanted 1 million shillings and his family, like, his family would have been paying her family. And his family said, no, no, no. Can't afford How that. How about 500000 <laughs> And they said, make it seven fifty. And so he paid 750,000 shillings to marry his wife, which, if I do a quick calculation. I love this because most, at least fathers would be like, my daughter is priceless. You can't put a price on her. <laughs> They're negotiating. (laughs) They're negotiating how much their daughter is worth. Seven. Okay, it's not like a ton of money, but it's a decent chunk of change. Seven hundred and fifty thousand shillings is seven thousand dollars. That's it. (laughs) Your daughter's worth seven thousand dollars. That's funny. (laughs) I I didn't. I suppressed my laughter when he asked if I paid for my wife. (laughs) I did not, Henry. But that was that was how my human relationships story. I imagine connected. you showing a picture of uh, Kristen to him and going, "Oh, pay top dollar for her." <laughs> oh, uh, Henry, that's funny. My uh, semi friendship related one is a uh, my cousin. He just went to my mom for a hair cell and he got a perm. Interesting. And uh, my initial thought was, "Who the fuck gets perms in 2020?" That's like an 80s thing. And she goes, um, "He wants to be more like his black friends." And I was like, how old is your cousin? Uh, I think he's 14. Okay. Now, to kind of decompress that a little bit, it's like, why are his black friends cool with this white kid getting a perm to be like him? Do you think he ran it past the black friends? I don't know, but like, if he's not getting like at least slapped around a little bit at school by his friends, I'm, like, I'm disappointed in his friends. Or maybe... Like, if I show up to school with a perm, I expect you guys to make fun of me. Right? Like, hey, Bob Pinciotti. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's definitely weird. Unless literally all of his friends are black, or all of the people that he wants to be his friends are black. I assume they are. 
I'm thinking they're fucking with him. Like, yo, we'll hang out with you as long as you get a perm. Well, and he was like asking my mom, my mom, how to like take care of it. And he goes, he's like, so do I have to like shower in the morning and whatnot? Because I'm more of a night shower, and all my friends shower in the morning to take care. Of it. My mom goes, yeah, you'll have to shower in the morning now to take care of it properly. And he's like, oh, Ugh. fine. And I'm like, what the. The next step is he shows up in a do rag, and I he better get bullied if he shows up in a do rag. Absolutely, the uh, one of the purest forms of non racism that I've ever witnessed. I was actually a part of it, and I think I've told this story like way back in season zero. I was at Valley Fair with, uh, do you remember Grant Longman? Him and Luke Stanbrook. Was he a swimmer? No, but Jonathan Andrews was, and I think he was there too. I remember Jonathan. It was with a bunch of Chaska kids and a couple kids from Chan, but it was like eighth grade or so. And I had like big fluffy hair, as I usually did back yeah. then and do right now. But we were sitting on the pirate ship ride, the one that just goes back and forth. And we got on the ride, and there wasn't enough space on that side, so I sat across from all of my, my white friends. And there was... One black kid that sit, sat next to them, and he was like, I don't know, seven. And then there was four black kids that sat next to me. <laughs> and I was just sitting here like a pale-ass ginger. And we were talking to him, having a good time before the ride started. And I think it was Grant that said, if this was a horror movie, which one of them would die first? And he's talking to the kid that's next to him. And he looks at all of us, and he looks back and forth. And he lands on the guy in the end, and he goes, him. <laughs> and he, Grant goes, really? Why him? He goes, because he's the only one without big hair. <laughs> there was three black guys with afros, me, and a bald black guy. <laughs> he was the one without big hair, so he died in the horror movie. What a strange question to ask. Like, I don't know how we got on the topic. It was eighth grade, yeah. but pure non-racist kid, and I loved it. I don't have a segue to anything else. I was just... My cousin, I just think, needs to be bullied. Yeah, I'd bully your cousin yeah. if you wanted. What is he, 14? Yeah. I don't know if I could bully your cousin without being arrested. Probably not. I could probably harass him from a distance. Yeah, just cyberbully him. <laughs> <laughs> just find him online and tell him what a prick he is. I think kids need to be bullied a little bit more. In-person bullying is just... It created character. It does, and it makes kids a little bit tougher, yeah. which we, we could use some tougher kids. In, you know, in school, uh, the, the dumb kid, the kid that answered something wrong or goofed off, mm -hmm. they literally put a, a silly dunce hat, hat. Or the dunce hat, yeah. they put the dunce hat on him, or they'd make him sit up in front of the class, like behind the teacher and in front of the class, so everyone would be looking at him the whole day, or her. I think, uh, I kind of hope that our generation's kids, like we look at... The generations above us, kids being babied and the whole um, participation trophy shit. So, like, our generation will go, that was fucking stupid. Let's go back to the old ways a little bit. And not, like, quite to, like, beating with a wood spoon kind of shit. But, like, you know, find a, an easy middle where it's, like, we need to be a little tough on these kids, but, like, not, you know. Well, kids don't need to be paddled or anything. No. But if you can throw an eraser at them or something. Yeah. Like, if they're doing something stupid, tell them they're being stupid. Yeah. You can't just say, hey, that's not okay. We don't do that here. I, I, I hope our generation kind of finds the middle ground a little because things are too soft right now. To tighten it up. Yeah. Which kind of leads into my other, other topic. So 
Now, this is the whole could be seen as political. I don't mean it to be. Um, I feel like we might be on the brink of a social civil war. Could a social civil civil war turn into a real civil war? Um, I think one side could stay, try to make it that way, and the other side will just try to keep it because uh, they're pansy ass bitches and <laughs> they'll tweet about it <laughs> i'm gonna assume i know what side you're talking about <laughs> um i just kind of feel like with the like the fact that there's a, a whole side of people who are straight up petitioning masks and just with the the riots going on and i, I feel like there's we're just on the brink of at least a social civil war, because I don't think our country will fall to a point where we're fight, like, literally shooting, fighting at each other. But, like, I do feel like we're coming to a point where um, sides are going to be drawn, and your your stance will matter um, publicly, like at a grocery store or something, where people will actually get, like, at least verbally confrontational with you. West side, bitch? Yeah, exactly. We're going to get think... some west side and east side homeless guys punching each other. <laughs> I, uh, I think we've already kind of passed that point, honestly. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter to 90% of people, but there's the 10% out there that it absolutely matters what side you're on, mm-hmm. and they'd fight the other side. Now, easily. do you think it's a, a, a test of our times, or do you think it's a internet causing? Like, we kind of mentioned in the last one where you have to be an extreme to get your voice heard on the internet. And do you think that's causing the so, the so, social civil war? Or do you think it's um, just a test of the times of the George Floyd killing and then with the pandemic of people don't want to be stuck at home, so they're fighting their government and being like, it's my choice to be out in the world. I think a lot of it has to do with the internet and Twitter and TikTok and all of these social media platforms. But I also think a lot of it has to do with news networks and how they portray themselves and any misinformation that is out there. Because when people see something and they see something that they don't like, ratings are going to go up for the news and then people are going to be infuriated. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps, it's a, it's a big spiral. It just keeps going. And it, even if that issue that was originally spoken on the news is resolved, like they find out hey, that's not actually what happened, they're not going to say anything about it. They're just going to leave it as is because that's what people already believe. I assume you're talking about the, the body cam footage? I'm talking about anything, just anything in general. If you see it, take it with a grain of salt. Like, if you see it on any news network, take How it with a grain of salt. How is there not a news network that is neutral yet? Like I have no idea. You would think that with the spiking in um, extreme political sides, that there would be a spike in a neutral for all like everybody it's like if you're not an extreme you are now striving for a neutral i said i have no idea but i do have an idea it's because neutralness neutrality does not get ratings but it can get sponsorships i'm sure it could because i would rather um sponsor on a neutral site where i can now get the 85 percent of both sides that aren't considered extremes to watch me and my ad on this neutral um, wet or, um, news source. Because if you're not an extremist, you're not going to want to watch the news on either side's extreme because you know that they're going to be 100% biased to get your, get into your, your political beliefs. Like, you're, you, 
I think another big thing, though, is there's not a lot of primary information out there. Like, you don't get your information yeah, from the source. Because fair. you're getting it with an attached opinion, there's always going to be one side or another yeah. that goes along with it. And I think that's part of the problem. Like, if, if someone could just sit on the screen, put someone up there with a mask on, just a big mask, cover their face, just so you can see their eyes and you know it's them speaking. Um, anonymous? Anonymous? Anonymous, okay. yeah. And just have them say facts. Like, this is what happened today. If they came out with a news channel, oh, I'd watch it in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. I just want to know what's going on. I don't, I don't care what anyone thinks about yeah. what's going on. I, don't want I just to, want to know yeah. what is happening. I don't happening. care about your bias. I just want to know where the thing happened. That was my, my bigger, my more serious of the two. I just kind of feel with this, the internet influencing and radical political sides that we're just kind of tearing as a country. Well, speaking of news, there, there is one source that I hear a lot of neutral news. None of it's... Just... Im- bu- no. Oh. <laughs> None of it is important. None of it's important at all. Are you sure it's not Just Buds? Yes. Oh, okay. It's the Half-Assed Morning Show. Ah. Uh. And they're, it's called the stupid news because it's the stupid things that happen that you don't actually hear about. Mm-hmm. But all Josh does is read off, like, this is what happened, this is the story. And my favorite part about it is every single day, there's a naked guy. <laughs> every single day, a naked guy gets arrested for being somewhere <laughs> naked. And I think it's the funniest thing. Because first of all, how many guys think it's an okay idea to just go somewhere naked? Well, you gotta be doped up, right? You gotta be, but half of them aren't. Really? Half of them are just stone cold sober, naked hmm. in a park. Like, how'd you get here? Don't know. Why are you naked? Forgot my clothes. <laughs> and plays they get arrested. Like, plays it like you to your dad. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Being naked. Why? <laughs> Don't have any clothes. <laughs> like, does it look like I have any clothing? That's why I'm naked. If I had any, I'd be wearing them. <laughs> and that's what I think. The only, like, it gets kind of creepy. There's been a couple stories where there's just been a naked guy in someone's house. Mm. And they weren't doing anything. My... Okay, it's creepy, but it is one of my favorite ones that I've heard. A guy was naked in a lady's house going through her refrigerator and drank a Gatorade and started eating a banana and was just naked. <laughs> she walked in and he said, hello. <laughs> and that was it. Like, What are she, you doing? She kicked, <laughs> <laughs> she kicked him out and called the cops and he got arrested. But he wasn't doing anything harmful except for being naked. Oh, breaking and entering. What? Yeah, that too. What point in your life do you have to be at to just be naked in places? A really, really low place. Like, how do you get there? Yeah. What happened the day prior in that guy's life to where he woke up, took his clothing off, and went into someone else's house to eat their food? It's not just the being naked part. It's also breaking and entering into somebody's house. And instead of, like, being extremely creepy and, like, looking at them... You eat a banana. Like, so you have to be hungry, thirsty because of the Gatorade, and have the ability to break and enter just in your soul. And you, oh, yeah, you're also without just any naked. tools because you're naked. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of build up to this. I want to know what's going on in this person's life beforehand. Like, the week leading up to it, what happened each yeah. day that week that made this seem like a good idea? Like, does he have a calendar that he's just ticking off the days? <laughs> he's like, that's not the naked day. That's not the naked day. <laughs> 
Friday? Yeah, it's probably going to be the he's, naked he's day. He's got it circled with, like, naked day written in red, <laughs> and he's like, can't wait, 48 more hours. I When I hear these stories, I always imagine that these people shrug it off like they're not naked. They, they're just walking around like it's completely normal, and it's not. And I think that makes it even funnier. Like, also, like... I want to know how far he actually lived from this house. How far did he have to travel naked to then break in and enter into this lady's house? Like, is it the next door neighbor where he just strolled into the wrong house naked? Or did he drive 15 minutes to go, that's the one, while being naked? And how did he choose the house? How did he know which house was going to have a Gatorade and a banana yeah. for him? Like, and did he break it into several houses and go, nah, I don't like what they got in the fridge. Maybe they the weren't home one? yet. Like, the houses he broke into weren't home yet. Oh, so he wanted to be and caught. And it, it was perfect timing for the lady to come home and be like, the fuck, man? The next best thing is he's on, the, on her couch, feet up, you know, legs crossed a little, <laughs> eating a banana, drinking the Gatorade, just flipping through the channels a little. I think... Dinner's made in the oven. He's like, hey. I don't think I would feel... Yeah, no, I'd probably feel threatened. I'd I'd kick that dude's oh, ass. I don't yeah. care if he's naked yep. or not. But I'd have I'd feel okay about it, knowing that he doesn't have any weapons on him because mm-hmm. he's naked. Yeah, and his weak spot is dangling there, right? Yep. takes takes a little bit of the doubt of me being able to kick the dude's ass yeah. out of my mind. Yeah. Although I've heard from now, I believe this is how I met your mother, so I don't know how viable it is. But getting naked before a fight is the key way to win. Because once you've, you're, you're already in confrontation, you're about to fight, and then you strip down naked, who's going to want to fight you? Nobody wants to fight a naked guy. Nobody wants to punch a naked guy. If you're naked, the police don't want to tackle you. Yeah. Like, they're probably going to try their best to just grab your arms and put them in handcuffs yeah. and then keep you at a distance as they put you in the back of the police car. But I don't think that's going to, like, that's not going to work all the time. No. Um, it's like the, the naked man trip trick from How I Met from Your Mother. How yeah. I Met Your Mother. Works two out of three times. And that those two times, those are legendary. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is very shameful and a little sexual harassment-y, but, you know. Worth a shot. Um, on this whole breaking entering and just kind of doing something stupid, I saw a video uh, two days ago, yesterday, I don't remember when it was, this dude broke into a McDonald's and went into their freezer, got a bag of uh, french fries, turned on the... the, uh, the Defat fryer, put the entire bag, bag and all, Classic. into the uh. defat fryer, um, grabbed a soda, and then fell asleep on the kitchen floor. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Like, well, let's go on through that guy's mind. They said he was drunk, but, like, I don't know if they actually knew that or not, because it was just a... That reminds me of the bad roommate stories where they come home blasted at one thirty, two in the morning slap a pizza in the oven and fall asleep and wake up to it burning oh you've never done that never done it okay. not once i've definitely done it i woke up and went i definitely had a pizza in the oven although there I, was... I woke up like 30 minutes later so like it was it was well burnt but it wasn't like burning the house down kind of burnt but i definitely have done that i have not done that but i have so i was walking back from carter's house uh when we were still in saint paul and i was walking with Ted, special Ted, by yep. the way, and he goes super Ted for those of you who, yeah, yeah. We stopped at Target for frozen pizza. Ted's idea, genius. And uh, on the way back, I can't imagine what I sounded like on the other end of the phone, but I called my roommate, and it was some absurd hour of the night, and he woke up and answered the phone and goes, 
do you need something? And I go, yes. <laughs> I need you to set the oven to 425. I'll be back in 10 minutes. <laughs> and he did. I got home, and he was in bed asleep, and the oven was set to 425. <laughs> so I put the pizza in. That's awesome. You know what else is awesome? Uh, Just Mark- buds? Yeah, I was going to say Martin Joseph Joey Richardson, who is our, uh, you know, our Twitch guy. You can follow him at uh, twitch.tv slash I'm Dark Wizard. Yeah. Uh, also awesome is the person that made the design for our logo and is on our t-shirts that you can buy. There's four t-shirts left. They're $15. Yes. Uh, very awesome of her. Thanks, Livy, for making the design for Thank us. Thank you very much. She should get us some information. She should. So we, we can plug her better. Yeah. That's my sister. She wanted us to get people in contact with her and she gave us no contact information. I'm not going to give out her phone number. Good call. Well, either way, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. It's at Jack underscore and underscore Jeff. We're also on Instagram at Just Buds Podcast. Like our page on Facebook, Just Buds Official with a period. If you have any business inquiries or want to get a t-shirt for $15, you can contact us at JustForBuds at gmail.com. You can follow, subscribe, and listen on a whole bunch of platforms, including Spotify and iHeartRadio and like pretty much every other place. Let us know if you find us anywhere interesting. And if you like the podcast, please rate us five stars and leave us a comment. It helps us a shit ton. Thank yeah, you. do that on all platforms. Yep. We are currently, well, kind of live streaming on Twitch. At Twitch. We have live streamed before. Yes, we have done that before. We may do it again in the future. So follow us at twitch.tv slash justbudspodcast. Our homepage is on anchor.fm slash just-buds-podcast, where you do not have to donate, but you sure as shit can. And for donations, we should thank Tanner for his his never-ending support yep. of the podcast. He, I think he is our longest subscriber. And your mother. And I'd love to thank my mother. She is our... Higher tier? Yeah, tier two subscriber. Yeah. That's big time. Thanks, Mom. Thank you, Mama, buddy. And remember, guys, everything is simpler with a bud. This is Jack and Jeff. Signing, signing off. off. Hey, Suits, fuck off. <laughs>